Well, hi everybody. Uh, I'm Mike Bacon, and welcome to um, a very special Speedway podcast. We've been having a few of these podcasts, and they're proving very popular. Well, so so I'm telling myself anyway. Um, and this one is going to be a little Christmas special. We're going to look at the Witches Team of the Decade. Ipswich Witches Team of the Decade. Now we're we're heading towards 2020. There's been 10 years at Foxhall Stadium, and um, I've got joined by some very special guests. Four of them, actually. A panel of experts, I will call them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Uh, all of whom have been watching The Witches over this decade and longer, and even longer and longer. Some have. Um, so we're going to chat about The Witches over the last ten years. Uh, it's a bit of Speedway in general, and give our. We're going to come up with The Witches one to seven team of the decade, and no doubt you're all going to be nodding your heads, agreeing at the end of all this. So first, I'd like to introduce my guest, of course. My first guest is, is Pete Ingram. Pete um, is also known as the Witcher's Flag Marshal, of course. You can obviously see him if you see him on the on the uh, start-finish line, waving and jumping up and down. Um, first went to Speedway with his, uh, with his twin brother in the late 70s, watched JL, Billy and Shrimp, mm-hmm. um, and uh, memorable times, of course, in 1984, double-winning side. Um, been on the track staff for 20 years, progressed to start marshal for the past 11. He's, he's without doubt the best start marshal at Foxhall Stadium in the last 11 years, <laughs> and apart from doing all the means, he's also a bit of Milner, a bit of Peterborough, and took charge of the Cardiff Grand Prix, of course, what an honour. Um, He's given us one interesting fact here. Um, I'll let you decide if you think it's interesting. Scott Nichols and Pete rode an indoor cycle speedway pairs meeting at Coventry, refereed by Chris Louie, who wouldn't take part because of his dodgy knee. Pete, is this true? It is true. Yep. Um, I'm not sure about the dodgy knee, whether no. that's true. No, no. And, uh, and, it, and it was, a, it was, it was a, a fun event. Although I don't think anybody that was racing thought it was a fun event. And uh, I think Chris's uh, whistle was worn out by the time we'd finished the meeting. So there was quite a few crashes. Was Scotty any good? Yeah, he was very good. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, yeah, he probably put me to shame. He was, he was quite good. He, he made a couple of good passes and uh, oh. won a couple of races. And uh, I think we probably all swore at Chris, but at the end of it. So. <laughs> well, there you go. So there we go. There's, uh, that's Pete Ingram. Pete, of course, I like to say, I'll start Marshall. And uh, now we turn to Robert Mutimer. Robert, who is... He's burst onto the scene as the fans' favourite. The fans, well, for, from nowhere, I didn't. From nowhere, this is the man who um, who got the Witches going against Paul in the playoff semi-final with a, with a pep team talk before the meeting. Been going since 1994. First watched a narrow 49-47 win over Bellevue. All-time favourite Witches, Chris Louis, Yarrick Hampel. Not yeah. a bad choice there. Um, and yes, as we said, the man who. Who, who, well, I don't know what you said to them against Paul in that second leg, Robert. I mean, it's <laughs> they're on fire. Nice to see you here. Just explain how rubbish they were in the second half of the pool match and said, you know, you can't do that again in Ipswich. <laughs> you won't get out of the track. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it's good. Good to be here and hopefully we'll have a good one to seven. To discuss. Hopefully we'll come up with a good one to seven. I mean, there's going to be there's going to be some people, you know, there'll be some people not happy. But we can't worry about that, Robert. We, we have to say, we are the experts. True. Exactly. Very true, good. Very, very, very good. Right, our third guest... Uh, Emma Punchard, Emma, a witch's winner girl who's, well, her, her, she, she always comes to see me for my pound every week on the uh, witch's winner draw and I'm always hassling away, oh, any colour and put my name on the back and all this sort of thing, poor Emma. She's, she's very, she, she, uh, one day, I don't blame her, she just turns and says, why don't you do it yourself? But she's very, <laughs> she's very good. Um, Emma, it's lovely to see you. Bake's a good sponge. Apparently um, so. Yes, well, you do, because we can all identify that lovely playoff <laughs> sponge you made at the end of the uh, season, last season. Um, she likes making as much money as possible on race night and talking to people on the terraces. You dislike people moaning about the team and individual oh, riders. Is that a bugbear? It is a bugbear. And what am I going to do about it? There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. I know people are entitled to their own opinions, but 
I know. Ali- be a bit more polite about it. Do you hear, you t- when you go, so you must hear one or two, you're going around, yeah. they just can see it a 5-1, and you go around, a pound for the ticket, and you hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I get the death stare a couple of times, so, so yeah. But you do a great job, Emma, Thank all the girls you. do, I think we all know that, raise lots of money for the club, which is fantastic, and of course we're looking forward to your one, to say, I wonder who yours going to be, see, we're all, it's getting exciting now, Peter, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. building up, isn't it? The tension. The tension, right, our final guest, for, not final, for, for, it's Mr Kevin Long, the presenter at Foxhall, um, uh, Kevin sent me a few words, he used to go, in 1969, um, you used to travel from Bury St Edmunds with your father to watch The Witches. Now you've read that wrong, haven't you? Oh, when it was first introduced, sorry, my yeah. My dad not, used to come over. Oh, your dad brother. used to come over, and then you went over 1972? 1972. Oh, and holidays planned? Round a bit of the speedway yeah, in the yeah, younger days. We used to days. holiday in the West Country, so yeah. and then Ipswich always had their fixture list out, and uh, Exeter and Paul were always in the same week. Exeter on the Monday and Paul yeah, on the Wednesday. Right. So we used to uh, have our holidays either in uh, Charmouth in Dorset or uh, yeah in uh, Devon as well. So uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, you got more involved with the club in 1997, um, and of course, other than and that, you've been the media presenter. For you started in 1998. That was a rather good one to no, start. No, yeah, yeah, I picked a good year to you start. You did well. That's... <laughs> but no, the supporters club invited me to um, present their end of season event at, in the end of '97, and uh, yeah, we just went from there. John Magda and Mike uh, invited me to be the presenter, and uh, yeah, other than a couple of work enforced breaks, I've been there uh, ever since. You know. And no, we, we like good. him, don't we, oh, Pete? It was good we... to see him back this year, wasn't it? <laughs> we like him. It was him. good to see yeah, him back. Good. Robert, you're on the terraces. What do they say about him? <laughs> I don't know. I can beat some of it on the podcast. <laughs> uh, it's got to be clean. But, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of positivity. Um, and, you know, based on last year visiting tracks, there's not many that involve the fans like Kevin does. And between him and him and Brian, they seem to... Team do a good job and it's enjoyable. So. Now, the Massive on the back... Now, you, are, you on the, are you among the Massive? I, I've become like an honorary member. I joined at the end of the season. So, oh, I, honorary I, member? I Gosh. feel like I've, I've part of them now. But how do you get to? I don't know. Oh, you're an honorary member. I went, went to every match. That's how I got involved. Yeah, um, yeah obviously they see him every week and um, they're a good, they're the loyal bunch, aren't they? They're good. Yeah, they're great. Fantastic. Always, uh, mm. Makes a make, big difference. I can even hear them on the yeah. screen. Makes a huge difference to the meetings. Do you go around it? Do you have to sell? Do you go around the back straight? You go as far I'm as the back straight? I'm not on the back straight now. No. I'm filling Margaret's shoes since she's ah, retired. So. so who does back street selling tickets? Um, back street or back straight? Back street. <laughs> what, what did I say? I don't know what you are. Back street. Back street. I meant back straight. Um, Cheryl and Nikki specifically uh, in them. Yeah. So do you, do you get the girls come around selling tickets onto the massive? Or do you... Yeah, yeah, they're always there. Yeah, always. Would you buy a ticket, Robert? Please. Oh, really? I normally buy mine for Ems as soon as I walk in. Oh, it's all for Ems. I long for the day when the jackpot's going to be more than £100. Pounds. Yes. Because it's always been £100. Yeah. Pounds. Yeah. And if you think that years ago you bought yeah. a pound of shrimp and you won £100 pounds, 25 years ago, what should that be in today's money? That's actually very yeah. true if you think about it. Do you know what it. we need? We need more people to buy tickets. That's then we, we can, need, in, yeah. then mm. we can increase the price. It'll always be £100. Pound. I think at Foxhall in 20 years' time, £100. Pound. Yeah. It'll be £100. Pound. Uh, right, so there we go. Well, there's a, there's a little... We're all here. I, I, like I say, I hope you're going to look forward to um, to listening to this podcast and our opinions and thoughts. Um, but let's say, what, the season just gone. Uh, Emma, the season just gone. That was good, wasn't it? We quite well, enjoyed that. it went that. in a bit of a blur, didn't it? It did. It went, <laughs> went for, but fantastic to get to a playoff final and stuff. Huge just... achievement this year. Um, and I think it's something that should be held in high regard. Um, and it's something that we should remember. We haven't done it for a little while, so... Mm get to the playoffs a huge huge achievement do you sell lots of tickets on that night I uh, sold quite a fair few yeah. not yeah. as much as Heather but I sold quite oh, a few well, well Heather's very good at selling <laughs> too Pete great season wasn't it I think so and I think what was really good is 
just how much everybody had written them off before the season had started. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, just sort of um, that last pool, the pool match, let, let's be honest, I think we were, we were probably really chuffed that we got past pool. Whether we were going to win the, win the actual final was another thing. But that, that atmosphere on the pool match was just, I haven't seen anything like that for, for years, probably all the way back to 98. We've not, we've not seen anything like that. So I think it was, it was great to achieve as much as we did in that season. Good work, Kevin. I'll present. You must have must heard the noise on the centre green was fantastic. Well, as Peter says, you know, the the atmosphere was, was second to none. And, you know, it even led to the reintroduction of some war cries, which, you know, in the past I've been reluctant to do because they do rely on participation to make them effective. And people have often said, oh, why don't you do war cries? Why don't you, why don't you do war cries? And I was like, well, I'm not going to do it if only half a dozen people are going <laughs> to shout out, you know. And you've got to be relying on everybody knowing how to spell witches, which I think <laughs> in a couple of the war cries in the pool meeting, yeah. I didn't. I even, I even lost my way myself. But um, no, and uh, no, you do. And the riders do feed off that atmosphere. And it, it was tremendous. And I think that was, that was our final, that, that pool semi-final, because... You know, whoever would have been in the final out of all the teams in the Premiership against Swindon, you know, they would have taken a beating yeah. like we did yeah, against yeah. Swindon because they are a formidable force and will be again next year by the look of the team that they've already assembled. So, no, credit where it's due. Uh, all the boys rallied around and, and Richie and Chris kept them all focused. Yeah, good. Well, Robert, you, you, well, you went to every meeting last season. away, Every away or every home and away? Every home and away, yeah. So it's like Pete said, you know, when you get written, written off at the beginning of the season, no one really gave us much hope, but you think... Wolves and Kings in a way we drew both those matches and both times we were eight points down mm-hmm. at certain mm-hmm. points so even then you're getting written off and the home fans are probably sitting there thinking oh we're going to rack up a Swindon style score against us and then we pull off draws and you know you guys have said the atmosphere it just makes such a difference it's enjoyable going to Foxhall and watching us win well, I went down from my, you know, you, well, Emma knows where I'm based, don't you? My, I the, did. the little microwave oven place up there, where it's when the summer it's like a, in the, sort of called a press box, but sort of more a, yeah, a rabbit, hutch. rabbit hutch, yeah. yeah. And and I, I decided to come there and sort of quickly get a video of Danny. This is after Heat 14, after the excitement of that, and people were hugging and kissing each other. I couldn't get through people. people were, oh, that's going on. It was it was tremendous. It was wonderful. So anyway, but that's gone now. That's the season gone. We've got to look forward to the season ahead. Um, but it was a great way to finish. But before we um, before we move on a bit more speed, we'll just get to know our our friends here. Around the table, um, and it's, I think it's always interesting to know. Just feel like Robert. This is this is okay. it's not a hard question. So just is, <laughs> East Enders or Coronation Street? What, what are you? What are you? Uh, probably neither, but I suppose East Enders. Neither, but East Enders. Yeah. You can say neither. It's no, I'll go East Enders. No, uh, Kevin, are you Coronation Street? Ah, Emma. Anyone? Oh, I watch both, but no, probably right. prefer East Enders. Yeah, Pete. Uh, neither, but my wife watched East Enders, so That's I sometimes will watch that. Well, one. there you go. So you, you can bring your wife into it. It's just you, really, Pete, isn't it? You're just used to it. Yes. Right, we'll go a bit of social media, Pete. Start with you. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anything? What's, uh, what's your favourite? Twitter. You like a bit of Twitter? Twitter, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a grandma, Instagram. Instagram, mm-hmm. yeah. Inst- yeah. That's the popular one, isn't it? I, I think young. it's for younger people. I think, yeah, that's, right. <laughs> yeah. that's what, I, that's what we're not. <laughs> yeah, Emma, that's what my boys yeah. have. So, yeah. I mean, uh, you are my, definitely, yeah. I have no idea what it is, to be yeah. honest. No. Yeah. no. Okay. Uh, Twitter every day. Twitter, yeah. Twitter. Yes, we're Twitter. There's a few twits around, Twitters around here. You haven't got TikTok on there, although I don't know what that means. Now, I've heard of it. Yes, I've heard of TikTok. But I, I don't. I have didn't put that? it down. It's so that's a wristwatch. No, it's a new one. Okay, but that's that's a little bit. All oh, right, um, all right, Rob. Your the speedway, speedway Grand Prix or a one-off World Final. What's um, what's where you where do you sit? It's an interesting one, isn't it? We've only we've only got an hour. Probably <laughs> one-off World Final. You go for the one-off yeah. World Final, Robert. Yeah. Yes, Kevin. Where are you? To determine an overall champion uh, Grand Prix, but for the drama, one-off World Final. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Emma? I like the Grand Prix series, I do yeah. follow it. Um, but yeah, I'm with Kevin, the drama for the, for the one-off. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. So having watched, I think, was it, was it Bradford 1990? Yeah. Yeah, went to see that live. And I don't think you can beat the atmosphere. And I, and I remember watching the 81 World Final. Penal. Penal. Olsen. Beating Olsen. So I would say that would give you drama, but I agree with everybody else. It's, is, that true, is that a true representation of, of the winner, the best rider in the world for the year? So I would go back to the Grand Prix for that. But yeah. then you see, you've only got to look back to Mark when he won it. He didn't even win a single no. Grand Prix that year, no, and no. he was crowned world champion. Right, so, yeah. you know, you've got the argument that actually never won a round, but was right, still yeah. crowned world champion. Yeah. But most consistent rider yeah. consistent. throughout the course of the season, which is... I think there was only if, six rounds that year. Though, if, you're, if that's what you're after, then so be it. But no, there's been some drama in the, in the one-off world finals, and a lot of riders that weren't world champion because of an untimely engine yeah, failure yeah. or a Dave Jessup helmet colour like stuck in a chain or yeah. whatever, you know. So I don't remember that. Hell, that was Dave Jessup. Oh, that was Dave, was it? I think oh. his helmet colour came off oh, and went dear. in his chain. Oh, I stand to be corrected. No, no, no. Robert, you're a man who's travelled to your favourite away track currently or a, a defunct one, one that's not here anymore? or what? Uh, Currently be the showground, Peterborough. Oh, good race to track showground, isn't it? Kevin, what's Kevin? What do you say? I always, I always liked Oxford. Ah, tight, tight corners, tight but corners, yeah. There's some good meetings at Oxford. Very similar to Foxhall. Mm. Uh, banking slightly more. There's obviously strong campaigns trying to get Oxford back. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, let's hope that comes to fruition because that was always. Were you there when Rob Mascowiak flew over? Oh, the absolutely. I was there. Was yeah. Extraordinary, yeah. wasn't it? And also the other thing that stands in, stands out in my mind was Andreas Johnson guested for us. Yes. Um, there and, and scored a hatful. Got about seventeen. And what was most remarkable about that was that he was looking for all his teammates, even though it was the only guest appearance. I think we drew. The meeting. He was still guest. He was still team riding, and and even for a guest, and that yeah, that um, I yeah, I thought for Andreas Johnson to do that was good, but yeah, yeah. Oxford, I'd say. Emma, do you travel much from any way tracks? Not so much these days, no. um, but I did used to. Oxford was one of my favourites, oh, yeah. and I quite liked Reading. Small me, yes. yeah, yeah, I quite liked Reading. Mm. I know it was tricky. Um, yeah, no, it's a, a, a nice racing point, track as well. Yeah, yeah, and from a spectator's point of view, you're you're up on the bank, so you can see everything. You're not. Restricted just to one corner or, or anything like mm. that. So. So did you used to go follow the witches a lot away from? Home, did you? used to, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was younger and didn't have a house and a dog. And <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what's yours? Well, I've never been to Oxford, so I can't well, say Oxford. Yeah. No, um, don't, no. Wait, no. Yeah, I, I went to Bellevue a few years ago when the World Cup final was there. I have to say that was a fantastic track. Which one you took, Kirkham Shaw? No, no, the new Bellevue. Oh, the, oh, when, the they the, when they had the World. Oh, was yeah. it the World Cup? When we finished second, uh, when a couple of years, just say two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took my dad out for the day, you know, keep him happy. <laughs> and uh, no, I thought that was great, great racing track. Um, probably, I would say a few years ago, I'd say Kings Lynn, but recently, would we all agree it's not perhaps as raceable as it used to be? I think Kings Lynn's changed a lot. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, I yeah. think I don't know. It just uh, yeah. where's that concrete in the middle all of a sudden yeah. makes it look different? I think it's probably yeah. something. Well, when we were know. there earlier in the year for our and the uh, the draw that we got with. Uh, Chris Harris is um, heroic. We still next to each other for that. We still next to each other. Yeah. Uh, he's heroic in E15. I was actually disappointed in the overall standard of the racing that night, yeah. I have to say. Was, you know, the result is one thing, mm. great result, but it, was, mm. the, was the meeting overall entertaining? And I have to say no, because it ended up being like a one... One line racetrack. Yes, it? and I think that's, yeah, defense. and probably my other one. We well, I've been to Bradford a few times. Odsall, yeah, that was mm, a great racetrack as well. So yeah, I need to get in. They wouldn't let me in at Odsall once. I wanted to keep made a fuss about my press pass. 
That's not the first track, but uh, I remember odds all distinctly for that. But uh, let, right, it go, okay. let it go, Mark. Let I, it go. Know, I've got to forget it. It's 1986. It's so glad, you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, very, very, you, very, won that, you won that war. Yeah, yeah. So exactly, yeah. I did exactly. Right. Shut them down, didn't right, you? Right, one of the most before we. So we actually here talk about Speedway. So and just but one more just before we got on to Speedway, a, a quite an important a favourite pizza topping, Pete. I mean, oh, if you had a pizza, right. what, what have you got to have? What you got on it? Well, I don't know actually. That's oh, a, so it's thrown you, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's, it's yeah. pushed, but I haven't even I haven't prepped for this. No, one. I didn't. So, I, that's um, why I'm going to catch you on. So that. I would say probably um, I quite like just something simple, mm. just like a four cheese. Four cheese, four very cheese. Nice. Yes, yeah, very Emma, Emma, what's up? I'm going to open this up for debate. Oh no, ham and pineapple. Oh no, oh, I knew you'd say love that. a Hawaiian. Hawaiian. Oh, yeah. uh, Kevin, a ham and pineapple on your pizza? Is the girl out there making notes? Is, <laughs> is she, on is the reception? Is, is, she, is, is this one lunch? Is this actually an order? Are we, not, get, are we yeah. not getting a buffet after yeah. all? We're just getting oh, some pizza. Oh, right. This is not a lunch order. Domino's no. then. Uh, <laughs> dom- not Domino's. Sorry. There are other pizza available. Um, I mean the little round, um, what the things? Pepperoni. Pepperoni. I'm with Kevin, pepperoni. I am too, Kevin. That's pepperoni. So there's three pepperonis, a ham, and then I'll go and order them. Yes. Um, (laughs) She's not going to. Here comes a delivery, man. (laughs) Okay, right. Before we go on the spoon, one last question Strictly or X Factor, Robert? Uh, strictly. Strictly? Neither. Neither. Strictly, hands down. Strictly. Definitely strictly. Strictly, I'm a strictly. That's the end of that. Right, so there you go. You may, I've I'm never watched you know Strictly. Well, that's never, well, ever seen well one. Kevin, oh, you know. Kevin, we should have watched Strictly. I don't know what you're missing. Do do around JL's and watch it do with him. That's it? I know the theme tune. Right, we'll move on to the theme tune. Okay, so here we are chatting about, would you believe, we haven't really gone to it yet, but we're going to chat about the Witcher's team of the decade, the last 10 years and stuff. and. So the witches have obviously spent most of their time in the in the in the second tier this last ten years. They started in the started in the top tier and ended in the top tier in between in the second. So, um, so over that period, Robert, favorite witches, favorite riders you've seen over that period of time at Ipswich. Um, I mean, you started off with, like I say, the Premiership team, or Elite League team, ended yeah. with the Premiership team, a lot of Championship in between. Um, one or two favorites. Um, probably one of the main favourites is Cameron I mean he's rode in seven of the ten years I think every year he comes in the team and you look at it you think this is the year he's going to do he's going to be even better than he was last year and have you done that seven years um, so yeah there's him um, from the beginning I think Scott Nichols that last year as a witch was, was he kind of held the team together um, and then maybe the final will be probably Danny King he's become really become Mr Ipswich now kind of taken over from Chris as the rider that's in there every year and you just just waiting for them to announce that he's going to be in next year's team because you just expect it really favourite ever witch uh, from the decades no favourite ever, ever witch, witch. Uh, Chris Lee Chris Lee Kevin same to you a couple of riders from this the last decade and then a favourite a favourite ever um, well echo what um, Robert said with Scott Nichols I mean we've, we've been very fortunate over the years to have Scott Nichols on a, on a number of occasions in our team um, you know, a more a, a more loyal f- uh, man you'll never find. Great team man, does a lot for the town uh, when he's riding for the club. Um, great team man, great on and off the track. You know, great with press, great with me in what I have to do in the stadium. Um, I also picked out, um, I actually picked out Robert Muscoviak, um, <laughs> which is probably a bit left field for some. I think, well, why not Robert Muscoviak? But on his day... He was fantastic and he could score you lots of points. And what always used to fascinate me about Robert was that you could tell how many points he was going to score just by how he walked into the, <laughs> into the, into the stadium. Couldn't you? If you've got bouncy Robert yeah. that came in, you know, yeah. bouncing through mm-hmm. the pits into yeah. his pit lane, 12, 13, yeah. maybe unbeaten, sort of score points. But if he sort of dragged his 
dragged his bag and his toolbox and head down. Flight you know, was late. Four or yeah. five points, if yeah. anything. You know, he's, he was underrated, I think, when you look back in the annals of history. And a nice guy, actually, Is Robert. That, was, nice. was he underrated or just didn't have enough confidence in his own ability? Well, I, I don't know. I yeah, think, it could be. I think, you know, there, there wasn't any communication factors because, you know, he, he, yeah. was, he, he could understand and yeah. communicate English very well. Um, you know, he... Poles, in my view, fall into two camps. They've either really got lots of personality and will engage with you, or they're as dour as the day is long, you know, and they won't speak and they, you know, they just keep themselves to themselves and very insular. But yeah. no, Robert, for me, very underrated. And, and we share a birthday as well. So. He was, world under, was he world under 21 yes, champion? He was world under 21 champion. We used to call him uh, Churchill on the start line because oh, right. he used to nod his head as he was coming <laughs> up. <laughs> What, Churchill the dog? Like Churchill the, the dog, dog, yeah. yeah. The I thought we meant Winston Churchill. No, I didn't get that first. Yeah, no. Churchill. Oh, very good. Yeah. 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 And, and, and like Kevin, it depends on how, how good the nodding was. You could tell how many points he was going to score. Uh, excellent. Yeah. But you know, he was an all-time favourite, which... Well, there's two, um, JL obviously, but because I've followed him for all his world finals and international meets, Jeremy Doncaster. The dog. And of course, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, which I hope you are, well, yeah. of course you are, because you wouldn't have said that, would I? You wouldn't listen to it. Uh, Jeremy Donks did a podcast of Jeremy Donks. You can find that elsewhere. So I look I'm forward sure to listening to that. So you wearing his helmet? I was wearing his, was wearing his helmet. Yes, one of, two, one of his two golden helmets. Yeah, it's very good. Do you like that picture? Oh, I did. It's very, 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 very good. Very good. They yeah. look a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I want to ride They drop down over your eyes. No, I won't wear on for too long. What's the gold content of them? Do you know? Quite reasonable. I've heard quite reasonable. I can't tell you how much they insured for in case people sort of, you know, but yeah, Jeremy's uh, podcast is great. Yeah, he's a great lad, Jeremy, as well. Uh, Emma, um, some I... riders from the last decade then. So you know, who, who's been one or two of your favourites from so, the last ten years? Echoing um, Kevin and Robert Scott Nichols. Mm. Um, Danny King, he's a friend of mine as well. Yeah. Um, Niels Christian Everson, I enjoyed watching You enjoyed him. that, yeah. I did, yeah. I did. Um, I, he used to be one of my favourites through the Grand Prix series a few years ago. Um, so to heaven comes Ipswich and... I'd like to see him back, but whether we'd be able to fit him in or whether yeah. he'd commit, I don't know. Um, Toby Croner. <gasps> oh, Toby now. Croner. Quite right, Emma. He was great. And now we're in top flight. It's a shame he's sort of hung up his boots, really, because, you know, we could bring him back. He was lovely, Toby, wasn't he? He was, he was a he's great so guy. polite. He, yeah. he, even if he was having a really bad day, he still <laughs> had a smile on his face. Yeah. So, too polite for a spear rider, really. Well, he is. But he's he's, and also, when he, if he turns up now, he's more than happy to go around, chat to everybody, shake your hand, which yeah. you know not everybody does. No. no. And there's, there's a lot to be said about that, isn't there? So. Yeah. So, Toby Crone, one of your favourites? One of my favourites. Not yeah. in the last decade, though, was it? I don't think he rode, no, in no, I haven't gone down. It's a favourite ever. You're allowed favourite ever as well. Thank you. I will sneak it in there. Any other favourite ever? Um, Cosa Smith, quite liked him oh, again. Just yeah. for the, he was just always polite, friendly, yeah. he was quite entertaining. What yeah. It was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have him that long, Cosa, did we? He wasn't on, wasn't with that. I long. think he just rode that last year, didn't he? Is he? Yeah, but I know oh, he, oh, I so, yeah. he never seemed to have his clothes on very much, yeah. though, did he? Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> take that how you will. But <laughs> yeah, you see publicity shots of him. He's always sort of... oh, was he? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't look at those sort of publicity shots. But uh, there you go. Sort of, <laughs> I know what you mean. Sure. Boost your ratings. <laughs> Thanks, Emma. That's great. Yes, yeah, yeah. a good ones there, Pete. Now, Pete, you're so you're at the start. So right, start line. So there you go. Start. So who's been your who's these riders these days? They still faff about. For goodness' do? sake, can't no. you get them any quicker up there, Pete? Well, it's funny. That's probably what Keith Barton and every referee <laughs> asked me every meeting. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if I had a magic wand, I'm sure I would get them up a bit quicker. But um, no, and to be honest, though, at least Chris Louie is retired because he was the worst <laughs> out of anybody. Oh, he did. He had to. He, oh. he like had his routine of about yeah. fifty. We'll say hello to Chris while we're here. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Hello, Chris. He had his little routine, but I can understand that as sportsman. Sometimes yeah, you have to have that routine, yeah. and I, I can understand why he does it. So, all jokes. And to be apart. fair, Chris, he was a brilliant yeah, gator exactly, so I mean whatever yeah. he did he was doing yeah. it right so exactly. months, could, could exactly. take a leap out of the so, book I suppose so perhaps people need to take even longer to get <laughs> yes. up so uh, but um so yeah I mean they're, they're different riders there's some some that will just take forever some just come straight up so like for instance we already mentioned Danny King Danny's no no problems at all he'll yeah. come up and, and roll up and but I guess they've all got their different routines and if you watch them you can see they're all a little bit yeah. so sometimes for me if, if I know he's gonna, if the rider's going to take too long to, or needs to go through that routine it's pointless me standing there waving at him because yeah. I might as, well, might as well be not bothering what I'm doing so and we've mentioned a lot of riders so far so we've mentioned Scott we've mentioned Danny King I think for me I, I don't disagree with any of those I think probably I'd just sort of um, for me, a couple of riders that I think probably don't always get the credit they do. I think over that period, probably for me, say Morton Rosea for, mm. for perhaps commitment and, mm. and what, he, what he achieved at the club. Perhaps perhaps not everybody's cup of tea every time, but mm. you do need those riders that are going to Steady boys and steady riders. I, I put Morton out. in my team yeah. um, because he's just like the ultimate professional, isn't mm. he? And, yeah. You know, any young riders, and, and I, I read this um, recently uh, about another rider, you know, young riders seeing riders like that wheel their stuff into the pits. You know, it's always clean, immaculate. Mm. He was always clean, immaculate. Yeah. Always time for people, mm. fans, journalists, mm. uh, whatever. Uh, always there for a photo. Um, yeah, I mean, he he was a he was a yeah, good man. Right, but Pete's yeah. going to have fun next year because he's got Nicky back, so he'll um, yeah he'll enjoy yeah, that having yeah. Nicky Peterson like yeah, yeah, start yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't, <laughs> don't upset him for goodness' sake. No, we'll, we'll, no. we'll that will be entertaining, won't it? Will it? Be if he lasts that long, he yeah. might not, he might not make it all the so way. So who's your favourite ever then, Pete? Me, John yeah. Cook. Oh, John oh. Cook. Robert, do you remember John Cook? Was it before your time? A little bit before my time. Yeah, yeah. You must have heard of watched some of the videos of what he's done and. It's in pictures of him, it's just different uh, style, wasn't it? Incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, At the incredible. end of the day, sports entertainment. So, yeah, if he, he would, for me, as a, young, as a young kid growing up, he was entertaining. Mm. And uh, I'd be happy to go and watch him anywhere. And, and also, I remember, I forget what, when it was, when he came back and he rode for King's 2000? Yeah. yeah. And he was still could do it, and he was probably older than me now. Right, so here we are on the on podcast. Look, we haven't still haven't got round to the team of the decade yet. You're all sitting there, went. We're all excited. We don't know ourselves, do we? What it is, but um, we are going to get round to our team of the decade. Sure, we're still just chatting away here, and it's nice to to, to just talk different things. Right, so over the last ten years, we, I mean, we're not just doing last ten years. Again, a, a witcher's rider you'd love to have seen ride for the a, a rider you'd love to have seen ride for the witchers who the witchers never managed to get hold. Of. I mean, we've had some brilliant riders, obviously Gollum, Riz Carlton, but is there a rider Robert you'd like to have? You said if, if we just splash the money out, he comes, he's our number one for whatever season, be it 1980 or 19 to 2010. A, I'll come back to that one. Uh, go on, you must be able to think of somebody. I could tell you what I'd like. We've never had him here, Jason Doyle. We still haven't had Jason here, have mm-hmm. we yet? Yeah, and he only lives up the road at Norwich, yeah, isn't he? But Jason, it'd be yeah. nice if we've got Jason here, do you think, Kevin? Or is there anyone else you'd like to have? Whatever, what, uh, through, yeah. through, the, through the periods through of the... Well, Ipswich missed, a, Ipswich missed a trick with Hans Nielsen. Ah, yeah. Um, I think they had the opportunity and were a bit slow with the chequebook um, <laughs> on the occasion when he moved 
um, from where did he move from? Did Oxford, he move from Birmingham to from, or Oxford to Coventry? Oxford, or Birmingham to the, Oxford. no, the Oxford to Coventry move that mm. year when mm. he moved to Coventry because that was when um, it, the Speedway was trying to sort itself out financially, Kelso Prize, mm. um, and they put a cap on riders' earnings mm. for a season. Said that was going to be the maximum points limit, and because mm. then what came in was additional sponsorships, mm. and that's what got Hans Nielsen, I believe, to Coventry mm. was the lure of additional sponsorship. But he always rode Foxall well. In he fact, did, yeah, he rode I remember time, the yeah. last time he ever came, um, he had two uncharacteristic falls when he rode, and you could hear the gasps from yeah. the crowd because yeah. it was just unheard of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of the highlights for me for Morton Rousseau's um, testimonial a few years ago because he had Hans Nielsen doing uh, the present doing a public appearance. He and, did. Yeah. Um, he came in. You know, he's uh, and now he's obviously the, the national manager for for, for yeah. Denmark. So um, and again, ultimate professional that yeah, yeah. Um, very good on and off the track. So uh, yeah, I think if if um, yeah. Would Jason Crump had somebody. Jason Crump Jason. would like to sing Crumpy Ride for Ipswich written. Emma, no? Well, yeah, it was more Greg Hancock for me. I'd probably oh, like to sing him. Emma, absolutely, Ipswich. what an answer. That's a perfect yeah. answer. Yeah, carry on. That's great. Yeah. Well, I've just I always enjoyed watching him. And the year he, no, Bomber beat him at Cardiff. I was a little bit tipsy. I celebrated a bit too much. <laughs> uh, staying in the same hotel as Greg, and I told him he should come to Ipswich, and he said he loved Ipswich, and he'd wait for the call. Emma, do you know so how close were we? How close? You've I, think, I think one year he guested for us quite a bit. One year, and I think, but we never quite got him over the line, did we? To no, Richard, I think I'd, I'd agree with that. Would be good. Yeah, Greg but, was uh, old, yeah, yeah, top man. But I'm sure you know when the big reveal for this year's team comes out. I was going to say, and we've, Pete, and we've, you know, we've yeah. rolled out, you know, when Smarslick is signing as our number one. <laughs> but on, well, a, on, a, on a serious note, I think you know perhaps someone like him because he is. I know he's world champion, but take that aside, he is entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Smarslick? Smarslick, round Foxall. Yeah. Like at Robert? Lining up the third bit. That would be bed. very good. I think yeah. probably in, <laughs> along that, Billy Hamill, I think, would have been someone I'd have yeah. quite liked. Yeah. He was always someone that came and scored massive points at Foxall and, again, looked, looked good riding riding the bike. I think, so. the thing that it, I think the thing you've got to bear in mind, though, at Ipswich, is that they do like riders that, that uh, gel... As a team, as a team yeah. on and off the track, and create that spirit. You know, we have had some riders over the years that have been sort of a bit of a fly in the ointment mm. and upset the apple cart a little bit. Mm. You know, so I think for as much as somebody's point scoring potential is on track, mm. you also need to bear in mind how they're going to be off track and whether they're going to fit mm. into the into the club, not just mm. the team, but into the club. And be able to work with everybody because that's another key. Well, if you if you we're sitting here talking on the day Nikolai Clint has signed for the yes, Winchester, which is very well pleased to hear. If you notice some of his quotes, he said exactly that about the team and how important, how, what a good team spirit there appears to be at Ipswich, and how much he enjoyed yeah, it at it was Paul. Something Jake said in with him signing. Jake he, Allen. Jake Allen mm-hmm. said he said that when he signed again for this year was what he noticed from this last season is the team that you know the, the games of football before matches and that whole. Bonding, so like my, you know, like Kev says, it's about what you do off the track. Then obviously led to success on the track last year. So it didn't need a, a Greg Hancock for us to make the playoffs. So the team gelled, and that makes a successful team just as much as everything else, really. Very important team spirit is very important. Always has been, and uh, in any sport. So uh, right. So um, well. Here we are. Now we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. What is our team of the decade? I mean, we're going to. We've all had up. We've all. We've all thrown our names into the hat. Peter, you've you've got every name written down since two thousand and whenever eleven, <laughs> haven't you? All fifty nine of them. Yeah. Fifty nine. He goes back to Ted Spittles on there. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Ted didn't ride in this. Len Silver, I've got. Down. No. 
We've got so we've had, we've had a good we've we've got all the names written down here, and so we're going to go. So what what we'll do is because I've got the names here, we'll start off with we'll start off with Emma's team. Now, bearing in mind, I've only been probably in the sport for about sixteen years, so technically, I think I'm still a newbie. Not well, yeah, not over this decade, you're not. <laughs> no, you're well, no, no, not, oh, yes. just make it in. In, a, in the Ollie Olsen, I was yeah. major <laughs> type league, yes, that's way before, before yes, my time. You've only been born before this. No, you've only been born. But, but, no, so, but no. so Emma, yeah, so go on then, Emma. Tell us your tell us your Ipswich Witches team of the decade. So uh, Scott Nichols, Danny King, Niels Christian Everson, Matthew Trezayu. Very good. Did I say that right? You did. <laughs> uh, Cameron Heaps, yeah. Toby Croner, and Richard Lawson. Now, there you go. Right, go on then, Emma. Take us a few through a couple of... I mean, a couple of them speak for themselves, I suppose, but Matt Trezaru. You... I, I thought he was brilliant when he rode for us. Um, again, another entertaining rider. Mm. Put 110% in every time when he was out on the track. Mm. Um, and it's just entertaining to hear Kevin pronounce his name all the time over the tunnel. Well, I, I maintain that I, I pronounced it correctly. Matt said I didn't, but I, oh. you know, <laughs> what does he know? It's a bit like, it's a bit like, a bit like Morton, really, you know, there's... Um, yeah, some riders are, you know, it's a bit more difficult to get your tongue around some riders yeah. than others. But yeah. Thank, yes, thank you. Um, Neil Christian you enjoyed his, his, you obviously enjoyed his little cameo at the end of last season. I, I did, very much so. And again, he's just, he's a good rider. He's He looked class, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. And again, he's, an, he's another, you know, equipment is clean, he's oh. clean when he walks in. You enjoyed he, Richard Lawson, obviously. I did, yeah. I did. Um, I didn't know much about Richard before last season. Um, mother half knew a lot about Richard, said what a nice guy he is, he's one that just gets amongst the team, yeah. very much a team player, um, but yeah, I enjoyed watching him. And the other rides, Scott Nichols, Danny King, they Cameron Heaps, I think they are going to speak they? for themselves they with do, most yeah. of us to be honest, So, but uh, and you mentioned Toby Crone already, Emma. So, yes, yeah. yeah, and again, another favourite rider of mine, so I'd be keen if he would ever come back, to come back. Well that's fantastic, so there we go, So, and also Emma, we asked for, I've asked, I asked, I asked our panel of experts, um, for a couple of reserves as well, and um, just just a couple of riders you sort of have sit, sitting in the wings waiting to do. And you remember what you put out? My way, Daniel Hume and Drew Kemp. Drew Kemp and Daniel Hume, what a couple of whippersnappers they're going to be going forward. Hope that Drew Kemp particularly great, It'd be fantastic to have him sort of with itches um, going forward. Uh, Pete, now um, obviously there's a few of these few of these riders who are repeated, but there's some, yeah. you've got one two new ones as well. Um, yeah, so I've got I've got the same uh, King and Heaps as, okay. as Emma's got. So, um, and I've already mentioned Morton, and I think hope more is there. Yeah, more is there. I've also put Lee Lanham in there as well. Um, thought Lee was a you know from my experience a really nice guy. You know, local person. I think sometimes you, you, we shouldn't forget how much the local people are, are, are relied upon and by the club around promoting because mm. they're always here, they're yep. always open. I think Lee, Lee probably did very good on that. I think he probably, if we're honest, he probably didn't enjoy Foxhall as much as he does other, no, other tracks. No. But I would say that he always gave 100%. Again, always had fantastic equipment and, and tried his hardest. Um, I've got a couple of others in there. So I've, I've gone for a couple of less fields. I've got Ben Barker because I felt <sighs> he was entertaining in, in those few years. You know, at least, at least you knew he was obviously going to give 100% and sometimes that might end up in the fence. But, you know, we, we don't mind watching that if, if someone's putting 100% into that. Similar with, with Nico Cavati, I felt that he's, he's um, you know, always 100% 
in, in the work that in the in the racing that he does. And also um, Taylor Paul, I thought yeah. Taylor, Taylor Taylor probably Paul, yes. I think probably for me probably a little bit unlucky. I think that there was that one start of the season where we had a bit of a disaster meeting. I think was it against Rye House uh-huh. where I think yeah, he, 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 got injured. he got his arm mm. stuck in someone's mm. wheel, broke yeah. his arm. I think Morton went in the fence and yeah. and then a poor old was it Chris Neath? Yeah had a injured, career yeah. injured yeah. injury as well. So it was a really poor Terrible meeting from that point of view, but I think Taylor probably didn't quite achieve what he wanted to do. But mm. he was he was he was he was, he was I always thought he was a lovely guy. I got a funny story about him. He asked me to arrange him to come along to uh, to have a little go at Cycle Speedway up at Kesgrave. <clears throat> so we turned up, we brought him a bike and everything else, and we rode around for a couple of laps. And then he sort of disappeared off. I said, "Where have you gone?" And he said, oh, "I'm just worn out. I've, only, I've done three laps and I'm." I'm <laughs> and I sort of said to him, "Well, so." Well, Surely your fitness regime, you should be able to cope with this. And he said, well, Darcy Ward doesn't train, so I don't need to either. What's <laughs> <laughs> his answer to that? So, uh, Always about a funny little story about, uh, story, not a story about Taylor Paul, because Taylor Paul, of course, came with Lassibier, didn't that first season at 2011, was it, when they were in the championship? And I always remember the two of the team photographs sat at the bottom of the bike, there was someone on a bike, and they were yeah. sat kneeling each side. I remember my wife saying, "It looks like a school photograph. Looks like, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a year eleven photograph." Yeah. No, 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 no mascots, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. And of course, I also remember Pete Simmons. Of course, was a, did an excellent job as team manager a few years. Pete, and I always remember him at Leicester when poor Lassie had a crash, picking him up and carrying him off, carrying him back to the pits. And poor old Pete got in terrible trouble for that from yeah. St John's Ambers, apparently. So you, so you don't be... get that from team managers nowadays, do you? <laughs> well, they don't, they don't pick them up, carry them across. Well, they the, carry the right. So yeah. that's what puts Pete head and shoulders above any of the other team managers. Hi, Richie. In the last decade. Hi, Richie. <laughs> Pete was brilliant. I did love Pete. I said, we talk about team manager, actually. I mean, he was great. I, mean, I love Pete's enthusiasm and stuff. And that, I'll always remember that. I'll always remember him picking him. We'd chat to him. Chatting about it after, he said, oh, I got in, I got in a bit of trouble for that. He said, I should have, the ambulance person, you can't just pick him up and walk off with him. <laughs> it's falling off him. Yeah, bits falling off him. Um, Robert, so, Robert, we've got your team here. We'll go, and then we'll finish, we'll finish with Kevin. And, um, and so, you've got, there's, uh, yeah, you're, so, you're again, you've gone around so, a couple of the usuals. Some of them, the have already mentioned, so Danny King, Nichols, Heaps, uh, Pete mentioned Ben Barker. Uh, I went for Lassa because I thought he was probably our standout rider in that first season. In fact, um, I think he finished, did he finish top of the averages? Yeah, he I did, think he just, did. And didn't seem to make a start in most of his races. I don't know if Pete confirmed that. It's been standing that close. Well, I'm but. looking the other way at the point <laughs> where they go, so I don't um, see him until they get to the first bend. But yeah, it seemed very entertaining. Um, and then my final two, a couple of left field choices. So I quite enjoyed watching Rowan Tungate. Um, there's a bit of a novice coming through. And then I did pick Richie Hawkins. Um, you put Richie in the team? I Excellent. You'll be well. Oh, well. Yeah. So, uh, Excellent. He made yeah. the team He's, rather yeah. than team well, manager. You know, he... He was there in 2010 at the beginning, and he's yeah, now yeah. manager at the end of it. Yeah. Um, and in all honesty, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be sitting here now. So, yeah. um, if he hadn't invited us to a team talk and the success that that's had, I'd just be the fan standing on the terrace as opposed to being part of the the brain trust here today, mm. picking the best team. So, the brain trust, I like yeah. the way you put it. But well, Richie also has, we remember some really good seasons on the track, Richie. He wasn't he? I know he's the team manager now, but he had some good times as well on track. You know, and that, very unfortunately, his injury at the start of that season sort yeah, of finished so it for him. That knocked him bad. Which I think the year before that though, he was flying. Wasn't he, he was turned to go. I remember going to Berwick one year. One year got about fifteen points in a cup match and sort of, and then we still managed to cock it up in the second leg, if I remember. Um, but, but Richie was excellent in the first leg. Got fifteen points. So he's, he's well, like, Richie's in that bracket of yeah. riders. You know, they're solid, mm. dependable sort of riders, aren't they? You yeah. know, they're never going to get hit. The dizzy heights of number one, and and go on and and um, score and be internationally uh, successful. But as a, as a club level, 
you know, every club needs riders yeah. of that ilk that will mm. score you solid points and be very dependable and loyal and turn mm. up every week and exactly. you know not leave their passports in their hotel rooms or miss a flight or yeah, these, th- or these things happen, Kevin. Come on, let's move on. These things happen. You've never made a mistake. You've come up. You, ne- you never left your passport in a room. Now come on. Yeah. Um, right. But, uh, <laughs> we move on to Kevin's team now because Kevin again a lot of riders have already talked about um, but you know again just take us through one or two why you've, you've well, said I think, why yeah, most said... of them have already been mentioned and, and I've already spoken about uh, Scott Nichols and Robert Muscoviak Taylor Paul again I like Taylor he was he was just so much fun off the track and, and on it you know he's fantastic to interview you know great sense of humour you know again another rider coming from a a pedigree with his dad, you know, Mick, obviously, who represented Peterborough for so many years mm. and was a hard rider. Morton, we've spoken about. Nico Cavati, um, you know, great value. Um, you know, the, 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 I, you must have had a different sort of centre of balance on his bike to everybody else, because <laughs> when you look at some of the photos that Steve Waller's captured over the years of, of Nico Cavati, it's a wonder that, you know, he didn't come off that, yeah. that machine, yeah. you know, arms and legs everywhere. Um, Danny King and uh, Cameron Heaps and Cameron really because you know he's been with the club now a long time and many years and last season you know the 2019 season really we did see the best of Cameron Heaps mm. he, know, he knew in himself what he had to do to improve himself you know and that was through his off track fitness and um, regime and training uh, that obviously brought those rewards but um, and then my reserves I, I've gone for Chris Schramm ah Shrammy and um Stefan Nielsen, again, another rider um, that I'd seen a lot of at uh, Mildenhall, you know, in my time there. Uh, again, very personable, always gives you 110%, you know, very unlucky with injuries. Mm. But uh, And then Chris Ram, you know, again, another very solid, dependable mm. kind of rider, you know, that you need at reserve. And reserves are the key to the success of any club. I mean... We've spoken about the season just gone, you know, and the start that the Witches had was due to Cameron Heaps and Jake Allen scoring prolifically at reserve. And if you can get somebody in those positions, not just making the numbers up because they're average fits, but somebody who you can really see has the potential to score and score well. And uh, yeah, Chris Ram, you know, he's happily married and family yeah. man now and don't know what he does now for a living. But uh, well, I remember him and Chris Mills, Chris Mills, yeah. the other Chris at the start of the, yeah. when Ipswich first went into the championship. First, I remember the first meeting when Ipswich, because Ipswich, I mean, they don't like talking about dropping down. They're sort of like, they've just moved across or whatever they've dropped down as far as I'm saying. <laughs> and because uh, they've now gone up. So we can say that now. Um, but I remember the first few meetings at Foxhall, we've been stuffed so much in the Elite League year after year. It was such a joy that... No one passed anybody. We just kept getting five ones in the first two or three meetings, and but no one cared. It was just like it was. It was a so that was a big thing, Robert, wasn't? It? To, to just talk about very quickly that to drop back down. We went from the elite league into the championship. Did you? What did you think at the time? Did you think that was the right decision? Um, probably had mixed feelings about it because from my time, it had always been a top division club. So probably how Paul fans are feeling today. Mm. Um, but like I said, that 2011 see, beginning of 2011 made such a change. 2010, we were let's say getting thumped week after week and you just think you can see the crowds less and less then six months later we're you know March has come sun's shining again we're winning races you've got likes of Taylor Paul Lassa Bier and the team that are passing riders winning races winning matches and actually it was you know a few of those matches we were winning comfortably we were winning we're beating teams 60-30 yes, well, that, yeah. that then brings a bit more of a, a feel good factor you know in the club around the club the fans the people that work there and it all kind of snowballed from there. Yeah, it did. It did. I think so. it was a little bit similar, wasn't it, when um, 
the Shears era finished and we dropped down, didn't we, on the yeah. National League with two years of the National League. The old, yeah. Some of the people got like Chris Kane, didn't they, from uh, Hackney? 89 and, and 90, those yeah. National League years. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were great. good years, yeah. Yeah, just, it just like I think I would say, it's just that you're there to be entertained. Yeah. And, and, to, and probably that last year in the Elite League, we tried our best, but we were probably a bit of cannon fodder a little bit oh, towards gosh. the end of the season. And We were rock and, bottom by a long way. Yeah, and I think. <laughs> To give people that entertainment, the opportunity, you think, well, actually, we're going to go along, we actually might win this meeting, is, yeah. is good. Well, you've only got, a, I mean, I know often Speedway, you know, there's analogies drawn between Speedway and football for some reason. I don't know why. We, we, you know, we're sitting here in, in the sort of uh, shadows of, of Portman Road. You know, people are saying that about the football that they're seeing at Portman Road this year. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're Even though they've gone down a level. They're down in, in, in League One, yeah. um, you know, but the entertainment value. Although they're having currently a little blip in form, but you know, generally the entertainment value has been higher, and that's what people are going to watch. They're going yeah, to watch yeah, entertain, entertainment, yeah. entertaining sport, and that's mm. the same whether you're watching football, speedway, cricket, Australia whatever. Australia come dancing, come dancing. You know, yeah, well, exactly. As long as it's you know, I think as long as you know, people are getting value for money and they're being entertained, then at whatever level, it doesn't really make much difference I don't think yes. right well, so we, we've pretty well got our teams I've just got to chuck in my little side, just your side? well my side my side's not too dissimilar to the only one person that hasn't been mentioned yet which I'm going to chuck in is Rory Schlein only reason being I thought for two seasons he was a big asset to the team and I think he just gave the team a little extra oomph grunt at the top end I remember him at Edinburgh in the playoffs winning the playoffs for Oxford. Of course, it all finished, unfortunately. But, I mean, I thought for a couple of seasons, Rory's there. Although, it doesn't look like Rory's going to make our team of the, of the decade because I'm the only one who's mentioned him. But there you go. Also, uh, Lassie, I've been mentioned Lassie Bier and also Ben Barker. I did like Ben. I thought Ben was excellent. And, of course, Danny King. Scott Nichols, a bit in my Ipswich Witches team of the ever, let alone the decade. Yeah, so, he's always going to be there. So, so there, we, so there we have it. Now, folks, you're probably thinking, what is the team then? What is the overall team? I was thinking team? that. Yeah, well, Mike, you what think is that? the team, Mike? Well, thank you very much for asking. Yeah. When's this pizza arriving? That was yeah. the other thought. The pizza's, the pizza's I was thinking I'm quite hungry. I don't know about you, Kevin. <laughs> so the overall team of the uh, decade, as voted for by us experts, with a small e, yes. um, <laughs> and feel free to disagree, I've, I've, put them in, I've actually put them in racing order as well. Do you think that's a good idea? Well... I mean, you might, you may become, you know, may have skills to be a team manager in the future. Oh no, there's only one team manager at Foxhall, and uh, he's in charge right now. In fact, we he could is. also we yeah. get mentioned our team manager of the decade, yeah. have we? I suppose yeah. we ought to just have a piece. See, Pete Sims, like Pete was very, very good. Um, but who have we got now? Oh, Richie Hawkins. Who else have we had over what, the years? Yeah. Well, we've had. Uh, well, Chris, Chris did it for a little while. Oh, he was rubbish though, wasn't he? Chris did it for a little while. Uh, Phil Hilton did it for a season. Yeah, Phil, yeah. Pete, as we said at the start of the season, and since then, as we've got to two playoff finals, do you realise that in the last three years yes. under this man? Yes. So give, give it's a, a good remise, resume, isn't we've it? We've got to give a pat on the back, Rob, haven't we? Richie Hawkins, team manager of the decade. Well, I put him on my team, so I don't, I don't think he can do both. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I mean, he's, I mean he's, he's obviously that great, so he could probably so do again, both. again, it's an unenviable task, isn't yes, it, being, it is. being a manager, you know, and, and you, you know, whenever. I, you know, watch me at Fox or get home and like everyone around the table and everyone listening probably straight onto social media, see what the feedback is, you know, on Facebook and, and Twitter and, and on the forums and so on and so forth, you know. And, and Richie, you know, on occasions comes in for a lot of stick, 
because you know fans on the terraces are saying, why didn't he make that move? Why didn't he do that? He came in for a lot of criticism about underusing the high-performing reserves um, last year with Jake Allen and, and Cameron Heaps. But what the what the fans out there don't see and don't know is actually what is going on in the pits and what is contributing to the decisions or the not the decisions that they think should be taken. Uh, and every rider, even if they've scored three zeros, will always convince you that that next race, next, that's the big one. one. Yeah. I'm going to win that one. Yeah. You know, put me in. I'm keeping the in. best gate. Keep me yeah. in. I'm going to win it. You know, um, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You know, they all the speedo riders. It's a profession for them, of course, and they don't want to be taken out of rides because it means a loss of earnings uh, in uh, in many regards. But um, yeah, it's an unenviable task. Former riders do make good team managers, mm. I think, because they have that insight and that, I think that's that, right. that yeah. knowledge of knowing mm. what it's like to be on on the side. Because you know, Mike, as as well as a lot of us around the, the table, you get into that last 15, 20 minutes before the meeting starts. You know, they're all getting into the zone. Yeah. They all understand what they've got to do and prepare themselves mm. um, for the meeting ahead. Mm. Um, and you've got to be able to relate to that. You've got to be able to know. It's a, a lot of man management as well as tactical uh, knowledge and... and um, now and how to interpret that but um and there's of course a lot of people around the club still that have so much knowledge jeremy doncaster of course um still has a lot of knowledge and uh input to the to the team so you know any riders that are thinking of coming to ipswich for 2020 you know there's uh, worst places they could go I always think with Richie, sometimes a sporting <laughs> phrase often gets mentioned in all sports, which professionals use a lot, and they often say, less is more. Yeah. Less is more. And I think with Richie, sometimes, do you know what? He just quietly gets on with it. He doesn't have to go shouting and making a fuss, and he just gets on with it. And I think that's why he's been successful. And let's be honest, I'm not just saying this. I know, Richie, I'm not just saying this, Richie. No, he has been terribly <coughs> successful. I mean, two playoffs in the last three years. You know, this start of this season, people were writing it switch off all over the place. Or the season just gone, sorry. Um, so well done to Richie. And describes his moustache, of course. Well, he's going to start. Emma, I mean, you've obviously seen, you've obviously seen his moustache. I, mean, I have. Uh, yeah, I have, I mean, your uh, thoughts on that? I mean, as well, know, uh, mm, he looks better without it. Well, I think we'll, we'll leave it at that, Emma. To be honest, <laughs> I think you've, you've summed it up. But no, I mean, but Joe, quite seriously, I mean, he's, he's been a good team. He's a good guy to get on with as well. He he's is, a decent team manager. Um, he's very focused. So when we go down the pits to do the draw, um, you see him walking about. He's he's mm. very focused on the task in hand. Who he needs to speak to, what needs to be done. Mm. Um, and yeah, but as soon as the race is over, he's back to friendly Richie again and, <laughs> and talking amongst you all. So yeah, so, yeah. Great. so well, so but I mean, like I said, Pete Simmons was, was did very well as well. I thought. I mean, um, but I think we but we're going to put down Richie's team team age of the of the decade. No, if we have to. No, don't say it like that, Kevin. Um, so, but yes, you're. Right. <laughs> Of course you've got the job, Richie. Right, anyway, so let's go back we've to the team. That, but we haven't done the team. This is the team. So this is the Witcher's team of the decade, as decided by us uh, experts, as I said, around the table. And number one, Danny King. Everyone agree? Danny King. Fantastic. Loyal. Totally. Done really well, um, wherever he's gone, home and away, and a great lawman. Number two, Morton Rizaya. Morton Rizaya got most votes for number number two. We've mentioned more now. We've yeah, we passed another it. word about him. Just, uh, just as you said, just a well, solid professional. I think so, and I think I think he probably hasn't had the credit of, of what he actually achieved when he was at Ipswich. No. Probably not everybody's cup of tea because no. he's probably one of them riders that who either gates and get away, get away, and, and it, but he beat some good riders, yeah, didn't he? When, when he was in, in that there. <laughs> Perhaps he wasn't the best from the back, but that's not that's not what he's. You can't have everybody that's going to be coming from the back. Otherwise, no one would gate, and we probably wouldn't win as many races as we should. So at number three, we've got Cameron Heaps, Kevin. Good decision to have Cameron in the side over the decade. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know Chris Louis obviously saw something in Cameron all those years ago when he came over as a um, youngster for Mildenhall, 
um, and has really nurtured him and, and protected him and looked after him. Um, yeah, he had a season away at Rye House, which mm. did him no uh, harm whatsoever to mm. have a season away and, and uh, recharge himself, but certainly came back last year, mm. you know, meaning business. And um, I, I, I know and I fully expect him to come back, you know, next year in the same mindset. And always enjoys the end of season parties, I notice. I think, I think so, yes. And, um, has to let his hair down. Well, he does. He always, if you listen to this camera, hope you're holidaying nicely down under for a little while. And there's still an unpaid corkish bill at the, <laughs> at the hotel to, to tell. <laughs> yes, that's a, that's a great story. Uh, number four, um, number four, we've got Ben Barker. Now, I'll mention Ben because I put him down in my team. And I thought yeah. Ben, I thought he's not easy great value on the trade. Oh, he's, he's, Ben is Ben. I mean, he's, he'll be a bit all over the place. But on his day, he's just so exciting to watch. I mean, he just... And we had a really great year with him and Lee Lanham. I think it was 20... I can't remember what year it was now. 2013, was 13, it? Yeah, I mean, him like and Lee Lanham were really yeah. good. They got good pals off the track. Yeah. Yeah. And they had some cracking results. I think they won at Workington that year, I got off the feet. It's just some tremendous results. Yeah. Um, and Ben, yeah, just I just love watching him race for you. I mean, he just he was, and he always he always had this look on his face. Always says hello. You think yeah. of wandering down the home straight, chatting to the fans halfway yeah. through the meeting. And I think I think that's probably why people are warm to him. He's always got time for people. Even mm-hmm. now, he yeah. turns up. The away team will come over, shake your hands. Yeah. What are you doing? And by the way, can you let me uh, start over the line? <laughs> no, Ben, we're not going to do that. No, but, but he, he um, <laughs> you know, he was no, he's a very passionate speedway rider, and I've I've I remember watching him at. At Wolverhampton and a British final runoff when I was there covering that for for rerun productions and um, he was there in the in the runoff for the for the championship you know and he wanted nothing more than yeah. be British champion yeah. you know it just didn't happen for him yeah. I think we had three three runoffs because they kept all piling into the fence there was Nichols and and Harris in there as well I think maybe Eddie Kennett uh, in the four man runoff yeah. and they all just kept hitting the fence because they all wanted to hit that yeah. first bend and. And get that prize, but uh, you know, again, like we said earlier, solid sort of team man and yeah. and uh, entertaining, and um, you know, we'll always uh, we'll always give you hundred percent. I think the other thing with Ben is, is not just the fact that he was entertaining and passing back was he was still quite a good team rider that year in twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. You watched him, yeah. he the amount of five ones that he got and. Um, just helping, you know, he wasn't that number one that went out to score fifteen points. I'm getting all the points. He'd help, he'd help Lee, or he'd help. Cam, he'd help whoever's with him, so that makes him. Well, as I mentioned better. earlier with Andreas Johnson that time yeah, yeah. at Oxford, you know, a lot of riders they put on a guest race jacket and they just see it as an extra payday, mm. you know. But then some riders come in, and Ben Barker is is typical of this when he's guested for the Witches prior to riding for the Witches, you know, he would still adopt that team yeah. mentality. Mm-hmm. So we've got Ben at number four. Um, Emma, we'll pass on number five to you. Scott Nichols at number five. I mean, that's a bit of a no-brainer, yeah, isn't it? Really. Yeah, Scott only actually rode one, one, year of the de- <laughs> one year of the decade, actually. But we've all put him in our team, which I think pretty well, most of us, I think we all nearly all put him in our team. I didn't put him in my team. Well, all right. Well, that's, that's only because of cycle <laughs> so, speedway. No, no, no. no, no. I, I think I, I 100% agree for what Scott's done for the club, as Kevin said earlier. The only reason I didn't put him in the team because it was only one year yes, at the end exactly. for the decade. So no, don't, no. Take, don't take any offence. No, don't take Scott. No, you no. can't. It's only, it's only a pog. You yeah. know how we do these things. Um, no, but, you know, Scott has just been outstanding for so many years, yeah. so long. And uh, yeah. it shows what a rider is, the fact that one year most of us all put him in that team for the whole 10. Well, you know, and any rider that is still, you know, pretty much at the top of his game after yeah. having yeah. been in the sport for 25 yeah. years. 25 yeah. years and, and still sliding as yes. the podcast. I've, have I've you heard listen, I have listened yes, to that. Listen, yeah, yeah, very good. Very good. Thank you very much. Is Thank there you. a link somewhere that people can go to? Well, not. Yes, I'll find one. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nico Cavati, Robert. Nico Cavati. He's, he's, he's one of our two reserves, Nico Cavati. I mean... He's all action, isn't he? We love him. 
he's all action. And I think that first season he signed, he started a reserve. And that was really? probably seen as probably one of the, the signings of the decade. Yeah. To have him at reserve because he was never going to stay at reserve for very long. And then he's, yeah, it's just, as Kevin said, you know, he's just all action, all entertaining. He just never gives up. Um, and again, you know, he guested for us this year and scored big points for us when he rode for us. And then when he rode for Paul, he scored points against us. So... He's just that entertaining rider that, you know, that's what we want when you go to Speedway, to be entertained, and he is one of those that's on that list. He's a rider that isn't afraid just to stick to one line, is he? He'll go out and explore and find the fastest way round, which often gets your hearts racing because you're not sure how that's going to end up. But, <laughs> but then I would much rather watch a rider give it their all for yeah. three laps and it yeah, ends in disaster <laughs> on the on the last bend and they as they throw it into the fence, but yeah. you've watched them give it their all. Yeah. For, for three four laps rather than just... We could go back to Ben Howe, but that's another story altogether. Glenn, bless him. What a great rider he was. Do you like Ben? Did you like Ben, Kevin? What a... Yeah, which decade are we talking about? Well, I'm going back... I'm going back... <laughs> going back to the 70s now. <laughs> right, our final... He's not on here. Our final... Um, our final... So we've got Danny King, Morton Rosea, Cameron Heaps, Ben Barker, Scott Nichols, Nico Cavati, number seven, Taylor Paul... Um, who wants to talk about Taylor Paul? I mean, he was, as you've mentioned him, yeah, I mentioned him. Mentioned he's, him yeah. he's, I, he was just a great little rider, wasn't he? Like I said, injury, injuries cut him short a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I think he's, a, I mean, I think with someone like Taylor is, if he hadn't have got those injuries, and I think he had a couple of bad injuries at Sheffield when he was at Sheffield. Did he break his thigh? Or, from he certainly had a bad injury. He's had a bad yeah, injury. Yeah. And, I, and I do wonder with, with people like him, and uh, you know, how far could he have gone mm. if he hadn't have had those injuries? And... Uh, but I think, as we've already said before, I think he was just entertaining. I know, you know, from a personal personality point of view, it was easy for you, wasn't it, to interview? And, mm-hmm. and and I think you need those type of riders in your team because if everybody was a little bit closed off, it would make it so much difficult to relate to the fans. At the end of the day, we're entertaining the fans, and mm-hmm. if they can't relate to a rider, that's pretty pointless than being. But he's also one of those riders that has actually acknowledged that you know, with the injuries that he's had, to carry on, you know, you've got to. Weigh up. I mean, yeah. a speedway career is very short yeah. in the in the whole sort of aspect of your entire life. Yeah. Um, and many riders, they keep riding, they keep getting injured, and you know sometimes yeah. one of those injuries is going to be the last one yeah. Yeah. that they have, and it might be you know a totally life debilitating injury yeah. that they that they suffer from. So I think Taylor Paul was right to to retire from the sport. He I mean, he's still hooning around on bikes. You follow yeah. him on his social media now in Australia. He's still messing around on on bikes and enjoying himself and. You know, if he still enjoys getting on a bike and, and throwing it around a little track somewhere, that's that's good, isn't it? But uh, you know, he was always he was always good value, and I think worthy of a place in the team. Right. So there we go. So uh, we've also because of rider replacement being a very important part of Speedway these days, yeah. we're, and I'm not deci- relying on guests. And not relying <laughs> on guests, I've decided to name a number eight, which is oh a full, very 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 old fashioned, really. But we're going to still and 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 well, it's hardly a number eight, but no. he's also one of our top scores. Lassibiere also has been mentioned by us all here, um, so he squeaked in as our number eight. But I'm sure Lassie's not very really impressed with being a number eight for the Witchers deck no. team. The uh, deck but, team. but injuries but, could come at any time though couldn't they you never know so Lassie's always there just uh, just in case so our team our team of the decade one Danny King two Morton Rosea three Cameron Heaps four Ben Barker five Scott Nichols six Nico Cavati seven Taylor Paul number eight Lassie Bier and we've got a couple of little reserves in there Drew Kemp and Daniel Hume, who we hope to see a lot more especially of Drew particularly I'm interested yeah. in. and our manager of the our manager of the decade Richie Hawkins, two playoff finals in the last three years. Fantastic. You can't say any more than that, can can't you? Say you can't say any more than that. Hopefully three. Well, let's get a third one in. Let's look forward very quickly now. We don't know what the team is for next season. We know a few riders, but I mean, 
Kevin, or Robert, start with you, Rob. What, what are your hopes for next season, 2020? I mean, where, where would, well, obviously to win everything would be great, but I mean, just where's a base point? Where's a starting point for you, as standing on the back straight with your horn? Uh, so as a minimum, I think it's got to be playoffs again. I think having made the playoffs this year, we've, we've got to aim for that again. Uh, and obviously the announcement of Nephi Clint today, I think that's a good good signing. He, he scores, he seems to ride Foxall well. He's a former track record holder, so... You should go well again. Um, just wait and see what the, the final four are. And But yeah, I'd say playoffs has got to be the minimum and then anything can happen, can't it? Are you planning home and away again all season? Um, maybe. Depends. I've got a break for the wife again. It was a, a lot of long <laughs> journeys and nights away, so we'll see. I'm sure she'll be fine. She's listening. I'm sure she, honestly, he loves it. Let, let him go. He loves the speedway, doesn't he, Kevin? He's got to be able to go home and away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopes, Kevin? I mean, you'll still be doing the PA with this season? Have you been well, signed, I don't know. Well, well, my contract is, uh, hasn't been renewed yet. No, hasn't but, it? You, no. know, you never know, do you? No. Um, people might get their ultimate wish and it won't be me. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, playoff, playoffs were, were great. I think, you know, in, in terms of what you want when you go to Foxhall, you know, a lot of people go to Foxhall uh, as a social thing, they meet up with their, their speedway friends, and they, you know, it's the only time they see them, and they, you know, they have a good good night out, and they, you know, it's a very social sport. But ultimately, you still want to see entertainment on the track, you know. And I think, you know, whatever the makeup of the side, you know, as long as we see some entertainment, you know, we're going to see some, we're going to see plenty of entertainment from visiting teams. You know, I know a lot of the Ipswich fans are sitting there listening to this, going, "Well, yeah, it's all very well saying that, but we don't know the whole team. We know the whole Sheffield team. We know the whole Bellevue team." But you know, Chris Lewis is quite wily. He knows what he's doing. You know, he gets more, more media coverage by dripping out the the teams, and you get a bit more exposure, and that with that comes, you know, sponsors uh, being happy with with things, and you know, it's a commercial business as well as a sport. Yeah. Um, yeah, and as long as we get um, entertainment, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Nicky Peterson coming back. You know, I think <laughs> he will put bums on seats. You know, as I always said, when we, we used to watch yeah. him at Cardiff, you know, you never went and got a beer or had a toilet break when Nicky yeah. Peterson was in the next race, you yeah. know. So he'll be great value wherever yeah. he goes. That was a, that's a coup and a half yeah. for, for Sheffield to do yeah. that. Um, and, yeah, you know, we don't know everyone else's teams yeah. yet whether... You know, more of those uh, that caliber of rider will come back to the to the sport in the UK. But uh, yeah, let's hope so. And obviously, some wins at you know Saddlebow Road will be good. You know, yeah. to uh, beat Kings Lynn again. And um, yeah. Yeah. Emma, I hope to see. Obviously, sell more draw tickets and trying to get me to buy more than one. I imagine. Yeah, well, week, I do try every week. You do try. I? Yeah, I especially sit there if my you dog. miss a week as well. Oh, I know. Well, very bad like <laughs> well, that. Well, if but... you didn't have so many chili dogs, you wouldn't have another <laughs> strip of Oh, that's what he does, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Secrets out. So yeah, um, I think. Getting to the playoffs this last season, I think that's set the bar. That's that's what we need to aim for. Mm. Um, obviously, more silver would be nice, but playoffs, I think, is the big one for us. I think um, we'll get there, aren't we? I think so, yeah. Um, but yeah, more draw tickets, please. More draw so, tickets, yeah. Yeah. And more cake, preferably, if you, if you ever get a chance. I'll to see what cake, I can yeah. do. I mean, I, I get quite busy during the season. I know you do. So. You do very well. We just all like that cake so much. Uh, Pete, right. So, chances of getting anyone at the start line a bit quick or anything? Is this that's <laughs> probably your highlight? I think I think we'll be. I think like everybody else, I would say we've we were written off last year. Probably people are writing us off already because they don't know what the actual team is, and that's really easy to do. Um, as Kevin said, I'm sure there's a there's a, a plan in place to to get people to get the right team together and that doesn't necessarily have to be the best ride in the world and, and a load of other people because it has to be a team that works together. I think we do we should be at least in the playoffs, well hopefully. 
because um, I think that would make make the season and you never know if we could go one better that would be fantastic but I think for me it will be making sure that that's an entertaining team um, and if we can go away to perhaps Kings Lynn and sneak a, a 46-44 win for Peterborough that would make yeah, I mean I know Kevin said earlier when we when we got a it was a draw wasn't it yeah. at Kings Lynn it wasn't the best meeting in terms of perhaps racing but in terms of the entertainment about how close it was and it was just great to, that Chris Harris held off uh, was it Robert Lambert he held off on the last bend and it, that's that's what we go for isn't it just to, to have a little bit of banter right. and hopefully uh, so entertainment and the playoffs that's what I well, want for Christmas all you want for Christmas is the playoffs and entertainment don't we all I mean we're coming to the end now of the podcast I mean I, well, I'll just finish off by saying that uh, Ipswich going back in the um, in the premiership elite league or whatever you want to call it is, has been a big thing for, for the sports department here in Ipswich Arch, I mean takes the club up to a different slight level in the in the way other people within the business see it and believe it or not we all speedway fans so we all we all know how important mm-hmm. it is but when you see other people within my business and probably the businesses you work for take more interest in the club because they're up they've notched themselves up i think going back up was a was a big big decision but the, totally the right decision and i hope it'll continue to pay off i just want to thank robert mutimer kevin long emma punchard and pete ingram for giving us your time today to come here with all this food and drink and and, and just <laughs> i'm, and I'm still hungry after all that pizza. <laughs> i couldn't eat another mince pie <laughs> we'll just say happy christmas and goodbye um, robert thanks very much all right thank you kevin thanks very much Till we do it again. Till we do it again. Emma, yeah. thank, thank you. Thank you. And Pete. Yeah, thanks, Mike. And thanks to you guys, guys. Say goodbye and thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.